You know, I read something about Tinder the other day, which I like. I knew this was a thing, but like, mm, you hear it about was confirmed this? for me. Mm, you guys hear about this? Mm. You see this one? <laughs> you should do that voice a lot more often. <laughs> I can't hear it, so I have no idea how bad it is. <laughs> what about what were you saying, Ryan? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. We can start. <laughs> Welcome everyone to episode 36 of 99100, the podcast counting up the top 100 domestic grossing box office movies of 1999. I am your Morton Salt Girl host, Sparky Shelton. And I am your Gerber Baby host, Tino Mickens. And I'm Ryan. Happy Sunday, boys. We're recording on a Sunday night as we are wont to do. And I just want to say, I love you guys. You guys are good guys. And I just want to say, we want to do it, but I don't want to do it. Hey, oh. And in the eyes of the Lord on this Sunday, this this holy Sunday, I would like to say that I love you too, Sparky, uh, like thanks, a brother. Bro. Like a brother. Thank you. Speaking of love, yeah, do, you, do you have a do you Tinder? Think God said that. Wait, real quick, real quick. Do you think God said that to Jesus? He was like, I love you, my son. No homo. Now go die. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, sorry. famously, famously on the cross, God, uh, Jesus was like, uh, "My God, My God, why have you forsaken me?" But like, I don't need to be around you since we're just like homies or whatever. Like, you can chill. Like, yeah. we don't have to chill together all the time. I just thought it was lame. But Yo, like, can we chill with all this dog talk today? though? Because dogma was last week. Okay, facts. Tell us your Tinder thing, bud. Oh yeah. So before we started the show, Constantine was telling of his. Telling it doesn't us of matter. His Tinder ventures. Yeah, you don't. Need you don't to need give to. That you don't. You don't need to front load it that much, buddy. Just tell the article that you read. There's an article you read about Tinder. What was in it, buddy? Yeah, it was about how um, Tinder, they allegedly used to do this, but still kind of just do it under the radar. They have an ELO system, so every time someone swipes right on yeah. you, you get more points, and every time sw- someone swipes left on you, you get less points. Um, and that's essentially just telling you your attractiveness score. Yep. Well, it tells you, it tells you your tenderness, your tender profile likability score. Yeah, that kind of fucked me up a little bit, right? Like, what, 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 what do they, what do they know? You know, there's another website, I mean, it's... there's another website that actually does that pretty openly. Do you know what it is? It's called Facebook or Instagram, really. Uh, no, it's called, uh, uh. Lee Chess, um, it's got an ELO system too. Um, I'm a thirteen hundred in uh, in uh, correspond, or I'm a fourteen hundred in correspondence chess, and I just broke twelve hundred in rapid. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, but what's your score on Pornhub? <laughs> Speaking of silence, our movie this week was the nineteen ninety nine classic. <laughs> silent horror film or maybe i was just watching on mute lake no it's just the fact that charlie chaplin was in it lake placid placid like silent i made it in there um facts it's uh it's a movie it's a horror movie um yeah let me ask you something like audience. hardly though do you like alligators? Do you like crocodiles? Do you like crocodiles? Do you like Do you like crocodiles? Do you like the drug? Gariels? You guys know what those are? 
No. Those are those weird alligator-looking things with the really thin neck. Or like the really thin snout. And then they have like a bulb at the end. Okay, nice. Here's the thing. If you like Do you think this would have been Jeff a better Goldblum. movie if it was a if it was a if it was a Gariel? Do you guys think? Let us know in the comments no, of, of this. I let us know in the comments if you thought if you thought it would be a better if you thought it would be better if it was a Gariel. Can you shut the fuck up about this dumbass <laughs> animal? What I was going to say is if you like Jeff Goldblum or Jake Gyllenhaal, you'll probably like this movie. Ooh. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Neither, oh, oh. Neither of them are in this movie, though. No, but the weird scientist guy could have been played by either of them. Weird scientist guy. Oh, sure. Jeff. Yeah, his sure. Name, last name of Platt? As famous in Firewatch? Yeah, Oliver Platt. Chicago Fire or I don't know. Shit. I didn't um, think about recast. I thought about recasting the, this movie like eight different times. Um, but I didn't think. I thought Oliver Platt did a pretty good job. Oliver Platt. Oh, listen. He did a great job. It was, But it did, I will say, it did take me aback that they cast uh, a, fake, a, a, fake. Man, a man who is not traditionally attractive in that role genuinely sure it could have been a very hot man and it would have made perfect sense no i think it was a great cast what i was confused about was fake anthony hopkins who see i don't know who yeah i couldn't think of it i remember you texting that to us before i saw the movie and i'm just remembering it um who can we tino can we go back and forth and see if we can guess guess who he thinks it is I mean, I literally have no guesses. <laughs> I mean, so so for the viewers, the the listeners at home, we'll give you a quick uh, quick rundown of who is in this movie. Um, that guy from Harry Potter. That guy from Harry Potter. Uh, there's fake Anthony Hopkins. That's who you thought was. Wow, way to give it away. Fake Anthony way Hopkins. Way to give it away, Ryan. <laughs> Could have been a whole Dude, segment. He looks just and now. sounds just like Anthony Hopkins. It could have been a whole segment. Wait, Brendan we Gleason? Anthony Hopkins. You're saying <laughs> Brendan Gleason looks like Anthony Hopkins? Yeah, dude. You didn't think so? Not even a little bit. Not even. Not, at all, not even no. like adjacently. Bro, Jeez. somebody never saw Silence of the Lambs. I mean, I haven't, but I've seen Anthony Hopkins no. before. Okay, well, <laughs> then you can't even you. <laughs> Just I rest my case. Impossible. Um, so the movie is a horror movie, and the premise is uh, there's a big gator. There's a big uh, a crocodile uh, in this lake in Maine. Uh, Brendan Gleeson, mm. who, once again, to reiterate, looks nothing, 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 or sounds nothing like Anthony Hopkins. He is doesn't look like him, doesn't sound like him, doesn't act like him. He also him. doesn't sound like any real human because he's very Irish, I think, right? Irish? Scottish. I yeah, dude. Um and is trying to do a main accent which no there's like no sound. There's no sound associated with Maine in my head. Like I can't I can't even do like a fake one. Have you ever been to Maine? Uh, no. Yeah, nah. There is no sound in Maine, so you are correct. Interesting. It's, it's just completely silent over if there. there. If, yeah, they never really Maine. got to that point. 
Okay. That's where Silent Hill is based. Oh, see, now it's coming together because it's so misty, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, that's Washington, but, you know, they, they couldn't shoot on location, so they settled for Washington. But... Wait, they they shot this movie in Washington, or they shot Silent Hill in Washington? I don't, I don't, I was pulling stuff out of my ass. I was, you know, Silent and Hill And you didn't want to continue? based on a real... You didn't want to continue It's actually based stuff. on a real... Sparky, real... it was... All right. Yeah, fuck you, Constantine. I'm answering Sparky's <laughs> question. This is our I show now, unclear. Tino. Yeah, yeah, Tino... Anyways, um, Sparky, it sounded like you weren't trying to make a bit. You were just talking to me like you were talking down to me, like all the time. Okay, I regret interrupting Constantine now. <laughs> Since Sorry, Silent man. Hill, Silent Hill is based on a real place in New Jersey called Centralia, which is like this abandoned town, and there's this crazy like road that leads up to it for miles. That's uh like a fully paved road that's so old that it's just cracked to shit, and it's covered in graffiti. Pretty cool. Okay, so lots I, of fog there. I now don't regret interrupting Tino. Um, okay. So I guess it's my podcast now. Uh, a okay, podcast uh, that talks about how Brendan Gleeson is. Uh, he's he's a sheriff in this main town, and inexplicably is assisting a fish and wildlife officer, uh, Tag Beavers. Um, and uh, and after two failed jump scares, uh oh, um, uh, the guy gets the guy gets chomped. He gets chomped in half, climbs back onto the boat, but he is dead. So, um, the only important thing from that scene is that the fish and wildlife guy, excuse me, was an asshole to Brendan Gleeson. Um, that's a little bit of foreshadowing, as everyone in this movie will be an asshole to Brendan Gleeson. It's sort of the, um, it's sort of like the, uh, the ethos of the movie. It's sort of like the, um, you know, a, a, a motif of just somebody being incredibly rude to Irish hero Brendan Gleeson, star of In Bruges. He is great in that movie, but the thing about his character is that he's a bit of a curmudgeon, you know? He's a... Like, you don't watch you don't watch A Christmas Carol and get mad at the Ghost of Christmas Future for being mean to Scrooge. I thought the Ghost of Christmas Future was like the Grim Reaper. Yeah, I mean, that's the meanest you can be, right? <laughs> I mean, you could think of it as, you know, shuffling you off this would... mortal coil, freeing you from the cycle of, of pain and suffering. Yeah, he's guiding you through the river of sticks, Amen. bro. He's just your Sherpa through, through scary... Sticks. You have to expand your what is the river of existence, dude. Then who's mean? Jacob Marley? He wakes the guy up in the first place. That's pretty mean. That's pretty mean, yeah. Um, so two folks are are uh, sent to deal with this problem. The first is Bill Pullman, who plays the sheriff of the county. Um, he's not happy. He's He's like, there ain't no gator, probably a beaver what got him. And uh and then he sees that he was bitten in half and he was like, Uh-oh, looks like we're gonna have to fight for our independence day. And then um he's also a jerk to uh to Brendan Gleason. And uh then there's also this this lady who works at a museum. That's right. She works at a museum. Right. Uh and and she's she sort of stays in the background most of the time. She's not used to being on the front lines. Right. 
She was the worst, though. She was really She just... was aggressively mean and terrible to everybody. Um, but... And terrified of everything. A, a lot of screaming. But because we were supposed to like her character, they showed her uh, sad because she was dating her boss, and then her boss ended up cheating on her and dumping her for another co-worker who was also her best friend. Um, and because this horrible thing happened to her, she's curmudgeon and gets to be just an, just an ass to everybody. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I was confused why they included that scene because they never talked about it ever again. Well, they did, but, you know. Oh, they did? Shit. <laughs> but So I watched on silent. Can you imagine <laughs> the boardroom... Where the guy's like, yeah, I love the script, but uh, why is this lady such a fucking rude person the whole time? And the and the put in just put in a scene. And the writer was just like, she's a woman. Come on, man, we need somebody to yell and kiss the hero, man. She's mean, dude. And the dude in the boardroom, who is somehow the progressive one in the story, goes, look, this bitch needs a reason to be a bitch, okay? It's 1999. You have to establish that it's okay to hate a woman with a five minute with a five minute unthought about backstory that has to be about a man. And that's just how we're gonna do it in the new century, where my name isn't Harvey Weinstein. That's right. He'll turn the good guy was bad <laughs> the whole time. That's been our show. That's my favorite kind of turn. That's been our That's show. Kind of turn. I'm Lester Holt. Good night. Listen, what's her name again? What's her um, name? Do you remember? Sarah. Kelly. Sarah gets it's sent Kelly. out to it's lake. Not... To oh, Kelly gets sent out to the lake with the cops to look at a tooth. That's true. Supposedly, tooth fragment. A tooth fragment, tooth. supposedly from this giant beast. <sighs> Wait, I have a question though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was this like a spe- besides this crocodile being in a lake in New England? Was this like a special alligator? I don't. I remember them talking about this, but honestly, it seemed like a regular. Well, alligator. it was like thirty-five feet long, and it could eat a bear. I've seen that. You ever been to a? You ever been to the Del Mar Fair? They have one in the cage. Oh my god! I totally like... forgot about that. <laughs> Was that the time? Was that wild. the time we walked out of that place and we're talking to this carney and he said about how his life hasn't been the same since he killed a guy that was trying to kill him? <laughs> that very same one, <laughs> yes, sir. I was about to bring that up, actually. <laughs> there was a. That's so funny because I worked there and I never <laughs> saw this alligator. <laughs> did you work at the same place that uh, that Jordan did? Uh, no, I did not. I worked at the ticket booth. Uh, and he worked at the hot dog stand That's right. like a peasant. He was a hot dog man. Um, no, we went to, it, I think it was Ryan, Scott, and I, and we went and we- That was Garrett. I, wasn't it Garrett? Anyway, it doesn't fucking it matter. Doesn't, we were at the fair. It doesn't matter. We were at the fair. They had a big horse. Uh, you give the guy a dollar and look at the big horse. Um, crocodile. At, there was a horse and a crocodile. They were both extremely large. Um, <laughs> you know, you know- I think that I I probably didn't value that experience enough because it felt sort of dumb that you could just look at, at a sedated giant alligator or giant horse or whatever, and you had to pay a dollar to do it. But man, 
man, what I wouldn't give right now to be able to go into a small tent, pay a dollar to go into a small tent and look at a thing and gawk with someone. Oh, do you guys remember gawking? Come on. Bring back gawk. Call me the gawker. Wasn't that a magazine that got shut down by Jimmy Kimmel? <laughs> I Jimmy Kimmel was. has way more power than he deserves. <laughs> I feel like was, it's too. pretty incredible that he still has a television show because he like he I mean he's done a good chunk of blackface and then he also had a show for like twenty years that was just like the premise of the show was misogyny. And he's like still on ABC and who wants to be a millionaire? Crazy. Oh, he hosts that now? He does, yeah. And one of Damn, the things I mean is because there's no audience, the Ask an Audience uh uh lifeline is Ask Jimmy Kimmel. Whoa. Which is worse. That's crazy. That's a worse that's a worse answer. It's better think- than calling Jimmy Kimmel's cousin Sal, am I right, guys? Sal Kimmel. Yeah. What did Sal Kimmel do? What was that? He was Summer of Sam, right? I don't know. I can't I tell if you're joking or not. I'm totally honest. Well, that's going to be a recurring. <laughs> that's been a recurring problem this and all weeks. Do I need to preface my Shit. jokes for you, Ryan? Do I just need to say, uh, telling a joke here, joke coming? Watch it. No, get Sparky, your joke. Maybe that change up nice. your voice a little bit. Get, stop acting like your normal self and get into like some sort of podcast character. Get your like jokes here. I'm not like this. I'm the joke I'm... conductor. We're going to Hackensack on the Joke Express. It's powered by laughter. Austin, is he joking it's, right now? Is this a joke? I can't it's tell. It's powered by laughter I'm... and merriment. Everybody's drunk. Everybody's drunk. We're all drunk. I can't wow, tell if this is a bit or not. I mean, I knew Sparky was smart, but I did not know that he had invented a train which ran on love. <laughs> yeah, that's, dude, that's really crazy. impressive. It runs on laughter. I couldn't crack the love formula. It's the one thing oh, that eludes dang. me after all these years. Oh, come back to me. No. Tabitha. So Kelly. Okay. Yeah, Tabitha's not coming back, buddy. <laughs> well, we'll see. But Kelly. The war will end Kelly, soon. I know it. Kelly is going back to the future uh, in a sort of normal time way. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she's moving through time at a normal she's speed, moving, but she does end she's up moving, in the future. She's moving through time at one minute per 60 seconds. Yeah. Um, and she, you know, she goes to the lake. She meets the sheriff. She meets the guy from in Bruges. And then together. And is they mean to meet. the guy in, in, in Bruges. He's mean to the guy in, yeah. in Bruges. And They're sort of rude to each other, you know. Really mean. Heaven. Uh, and they decide to go up and camp up by this lake that nobody lives on, um, except for Miss Betty Miss White. Betty White. Um, and they interview her about what was going on, and she was just like, "Oh, I haven't seen anything. Also, I killed my husband." Anyway. Yeah, it was weird that the, none of them really cared about that. Like they were, they sort of made faces, but nothing was done about it. Yeah, she per se. she copped to murder and was like, "Yeah, she he wanted me to he he wanted me to do it. He wanted me to put him out of his misery," and he was like, "I guess that's fine. I guess that's that's simply Maine." Tm. Facts. What? So yeah, they 
they Betty White is like, you can stay by my house. Uh, and is that when they meet Eddie Izzard? Not Eddie, not Eddie Izzard. Um, <laughs> no. Close. Uh, yes, that is when, so they're fighting and, you know, um, and uh, Bill Pullman and, or uh, what's her face? Kelly, uh, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly Scott, Kelly Scott, Bridget Fonda is who plays, plays her. And she's like, you people, oh man, I'm from New York. You people are so dumb and you don't know what soap is and mosquitoes and outside go go to hell. And then Brendan Gleeson and Bill Pullman are like, shut your whore mouth, shut up, shut up. And then a helicopter comes in. Oliver Platt. he is, Oliver Platt. <laughs> he shows up. Yeah, this... Yeah, he's weird, though, because he's, like, this really... I, what was his occupation? Because he's, like, this rich-ass motherfucker flying in on a floating helicopter. He was... And then he has, like, the cool tent throwing parties in the woods. He said that he was a an eccentric professor. That was... Say no more. That's good enough for me. Um... <laughs> So yeah, so he's on the he's on the investigation with these guys now. He just like kind of he was like, I heard about this giant croc. I'm here too, boys and girl, uh, and all the officers in between. And he's got this cool technology to like try and find it via sonar. And they go out in the boats and stuff and scuba dive and whatnot. And he throws a little party in his big ass tent, getting drunk and stuff. And Matt Gleason or what's his name, John Gleason. Keep going, keep guessing. You can get there. Brendan Gleason. Hey, on three. Yeah. Hey, go, Brendan Gleason. <laughs> Brian Gleason is like, this is no time to uh to to be having a party. And uh <laughs> He's inexplicable he's the only Irish Rastafarian. <laughs> this be no time to having a party, matey. Yeah, Facts. and and Matt Brent Brendan Gleason is like well, excuse All me. And then he starts he, to go dig like he was he was paying cops to dig holes and shit. Yeah. And he was like, This'll help, trust me. And then he also said booby traps. None of those helped besides hurting Matt Gleason, Brendan Gleason. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 Brendan Gleason was like, "Oh, ye matey, you you sunk me trap." Because that's what he sounds like. True. According to according yeah. to Ryan. So yeah, anyways, moving on. They 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 they're going and then there's a few times where this gator like fucking like really really distracts them and like flips the boat and stuff. But aside that, not much plot development happens. In One my of the deputies does get his true. head munched, though. Is worth mentioning. Oh, that's right. Can I say my Miller highlight? It's towards the end of like the climax of the movie. Well, though. we're not at the climax I, of the movie it, though, so yeah. we're not we're, like, quite honestly there. Yet. there. I Hon- do like, know you have skipped over so much. There's so much, but so I, little to talk about. I do have a Miller highlight. What's that? Champagne of bits. Um, which was that my version of the film, I was watching on Hulu okay. uh, with ads. Oh, fun. And the Hulu version is censored. Oh. But it's but they, they are really selective as to what swear words they will censor. Yeah. So there was one scene where I believe Kelly calls the Irishman uh, a fuck shit. That is correct. But... But all all she said was, "Oh, you shit!" <laughs> and that was our Miller highlight, champagne. Abyss. That's really good. That must have been a wild ride. Censored, but only the F word. It was also really weird 
to uh, like it really pointed out how strange their use of the f word it was, was. super it was strange sentences that made no it sense it was super strange Yo, my honorable mention of miller highlight is when the boat just inexplicably launches into the air yeah, they are on a. They're on a. They go on two. They go on two little expeditions. One of them, they're in canoes, and the canoe just gets just flipped, like like it's got rockets on it, you know. And the other one, they're diving, and there's some gadgets, and then one of the deputies just gets decapitated. Um, later on, though, they they uh, they're talking about what they saw. Nobody actually saw it, and there's this weird plot device where. They need to see it to get U.S. Fish and Wildlife involved. Um, and they're talking about it, and they're yelling at each other, and they're like, you don't know soap. And they're like, screw New York. And then a bear comes and attacks them, and the bear's like, ah, I'm a bear. I'm gonna going to kill all of you, but I'm going to run past you so I can get by the water first. Um, mm. and, and the bear's like, yeah, I'm a bear. And then he gets munched, and you see the crocodile, mm. and it's full in its full gloriousness um right then right then and there and they know they know at that point this true this lake might not be as placid as they thought mm. is that when we learn of, okay okay yeah he's really he's really oh, taking I just some time that with that take. one <laughs> i just know that take so well. i know i usually have to do my summary takes like 12 times but whew, in one yeah, I'm good. proud of you. I'm proud of you, man. All right, everyone take a hot five. We'll break <laughs> right. for lunch. Let's reset. Let's get the grips. Let's get the grips some water. Um, okay, are, are we and back? And we're back. And we're back. In the intermission, though, I do want to talk real quick about something that's on this desk. Um, oh, my I God. I know you guys don't like this this bit, but because mm-hmm. it's, you know, so visual. Um, but I am holding a, a prescription um, from a vet, and the patient's name is Lucy Shelton, which is my dog's name. I didn't know that the vets prescribed the medication directly to the dogs. Did you guys know that? How the I fuck didn't. is a dog supposed to go to a pharmacy? <laughs> yeah, it seems like a flawed system. I wonder if you. I wonder if you go to pick up the the medication. They ask you the dog's birthday. Do you know when your dog's birthday is? No one does. No one does. Well, I know my I know Puka is August first. Impossible. And Lucy, Lucy is like uh, uh, March fifteenth. I think. I don't know. Wait. So you just answered your own fucking question? I did. Question. I did. It was deep in my brain, though. I didn't know it was it was hanging out back there. Is that all you had to talk about? The prescription? Yeah. For the, your dog? the grips. What's she, what's she taking? Um, it says uh, fundamental polypine. Soma. One more time? Phenopropamoxylene. Soma. Okay. Some. Some. It says some. Kids these days and their new drugs, you know? Crazy. You know what they say? You can't give an old dog new drugs. Man. You gotta give them old drugs. Wouldn't it be wild if you were so, like, the purest, most spiritually freeing high that you could ever achieve is for t- by taking incontinence drugs for dogs 
Oh, I was going to say the dream is to become a dog, but that's fine too. That would be sick. Maybe that's the actual high. Maybe that's how it works. Maybe we should all stop this podcast and have a new podcast about trying different prescription drugs for dogs. We no, are going to need... already does that, and so does like n- some fucking Norwegian About squad. dogs? With dogs? Dog drugs? Oh, getting dogs really high. That sounds No, no, no. We get high on no, dog no, no, drugs. No, no, no. But I love all of the variations that your misunderstandings are spawning. <laughs> I like I like that we have four different options to pitch to, I don't know, Joe Rogan probably. Yeah. Or uh, El Presidente. We are going to need, what's that? The leader of Barstool Sports. Oh. The CEO, I should say. He's a, El oh, Presidente. Yeah, Donald Trump. That union busting no, fucking... The, Portnoy, the, Dave Portnoy. The union busting Dave hack. Portnoy, please sponsor us. I don't want to do my real job anymore. No, no. Dave Portnoy, I, don't give us anything. Don't, I don't want to be related to you. Don't give us any money or any recognition. And ideally, go find go find an island and just be there and don't open your mouth anymore. He seems like a stand-up guy. He eats pizza and posts videos about it on the internet. He, also, he is also an open union buster and horrible misogynist. I would say he also seems like a stand-up guy, but not in the way that you mean, just sort of in the way where he seems like he's done stand-up and it wasn't good. <laughs> I like- I'm going to edit this podcast to remove all the shit about shitting on him and then email it to everyone who works at Barstool Sports and hope that we get jobs. I, and you'll thank me later. I would rather cut off my own toe and penis than work for Dave Portnoy. Then be paid to do entertainment? Wow, Sparky. By that guy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to be worst. connected to Barstool. And if you're listening, if you're listening, if you're listening, Dave, David, just stop, man. It's not funny. Let it go, you're like bro. 40, Let it go. You're like 45. All right, yeah, fuck this guy. Let's keep going. Like, we got to talk about a real problem. You're like real 45 <laughs> and your whole bit is getting kicked out of events. That's sick, dude. That's so fun. Anyway, speaking of getting kicked Listen. out of events, um, some guy got kicked out of life when a croc bit him. Am I right? Hey, uh, I'll yeah, tell you who Dave got Portnoy. kicked out of life. I'll tell you who got kicked out of life when a croc bit him. Who's that? Betty White's ex-husband. That's right. Because we learn that Betty White actually did not kill him by way of assisted suicide um, because he was miserable due to chronic illness. He died because he was eaten by the croc. The croc that they had been feeding... They themselves, all this time, mm. um, they've been feeding him uh, cows that they have on their little farm, which is not big enough to have more than, like, one animal on it. Um, right. Uh, but I don't expect the Hollywood elites to be sort of in tune with the wilderness the same way I am, with the with the salt-of-the-earth country folk the way I am. Yeah. Um, you know how they say in the Bible that humans are made from uh, clay and earth? Yeah. I thought you it was were... that guy's rib. Well, no, women were made from ribs, but oh, okay. <laughs> but men were made from clay and earth. <laughs> yeah. And Sparky was Sparky was the last guy who got made from clay and earth. That's pretty sick, dude. I'm kind of you know? salt of the earth. I drive by yeah. a I drive well, by you're, you're clay of the earth, really. I drive yeah, by a like field a of, of I drive by a dairy on my on my daily commute. That's true. It's a true thing. I don't eat dairy. How do you drive by a single dairy? It's a mids bit, but keep oh. going. Yeah, pretty mids. Pretty, pretty, pretty mids. Um, pretty, pretty mids, right, guys? Absolutely. I think you know the slang. I know the slang, and I know, I know what it's about and what we're talking about. Yeah, but if it's if it's something illegal, I don't, I don't know. 
I, I, well, I really want to keep Well, for Ryan, it is. Oh, oh, that's fun. For Ryan, it's legal in many states. Thank you. And also, <laughs> probably gonna get shut down in the Senate or something because you know we're talking yeah. about weeds. Barking, oh, right. I, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. That O, yeah, that O of recognition that. was was my dog who needs her medication. So I'm just gonna go totally not Google more weed slang. I don't think Facts. this is Googleable. We just started saying it's fine. We just keep just edit this part out. Edit this whole part oh, out. Oh, that editing this part out, man. That would be like uh, um, that would be like um, uh, uh, overtoking the rosin. Am I right? Am I right, guys? Dude, I hate overtoking the rosin <laughs> yeah, so much. Yeah, I hate it when that happens to me when I'm smoking it. <laughs> I hate it <laughs> the when rosin, I'm, bro. I fucking hate overtoking. Man, when I get so high and I forget, <clears throat> I forget to grind. I forget to grind it. Man, what a bummer. Yeah, yeah bro, I mean I that's hate. not that's not really the worst. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> kind of okay. I mean, for me, for the way that I do it, for the way that I do it, it's such a bummer when you forget to grind it because you get it, you get it in the bong. Um. And then you like, oh man, it's in there, it's in there, and you forgot to grind it, and you're like, oh, that's harshing my mellow. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Bro, I hate when my mellow is harsh because I put it in the bong and I forgot to grind it, you know. And then I just overtook the rosin. It's hard. <laughs> I really, over- I, yeah. I, I guess I overtooked the rosin on this bit. Am I right, boys? My least favorite thing is when. Uh, the rosin gets invaded by aliens in uh, the 1950s, and then they make a whole government facility in Rosin, New Mexico. I was wondering where you were going on that little journey. <laughs> I knew exactly where he was going with it, and I'm proud of him. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, so Betty, yeah, White... Betty White... Betty White, she continues to feed this croc yeah, she, to this she's feeding. She's feeding this croc some cows, and they come over, and she's super chill about getting arrested. Like She's just like, this isn't illegal. What are you talking about? Um, even though she admitted to basically killing her husband and uh, obstruction of justice. And she says, what is my Miller highlight uh, line, of the, line of the movie? She says, this is the part where if I had a dick, I'd tell you to suck it. And this just because this is 1999, uh, uh, Betty White does not mean it's not Betty White. She looks the same. Yeah. She got to like I don't know how she got to like 65 and like stopped aging cold. Just like the Queen. Just like the Queen. I don't know. The Queen looks pretty old. <laughs> yeah, but she looks the same as she did 40 years ago. It's. When she was eighty, it's pretty. I don't know. It's pretty wild <laughs> to me that she was she played an old woman on Golden Girls in nineteen eighty five, and is like still going for it. That is wild. Wow, crazy, crazy stuff. I tried to look up the Queen in the '80s, and it just gave me a bunch of photos of the band Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe be more specific. Well, you can't. You couldn't even do the Queen of England because it would probably also come up with the band. She was uh, Queen Elizabeth was um, not photographed in the '80s because she was too busy uh, trying to fund false flag IRA bombings of Margaret Thatcher. And you can you know, put that on trial. One photo. 
I found one photo, and I think the truth is she didn't she didn't get photographed in the eighties because she was too busy having the biggest fucking mouth anybody has ever had. <laughs> I'm smiling. I'm not laughing, but the viewers know. I just want you to know that Queen. I thought that was kind of funny. So I'm smiling. It's gigantic. Elizabeth. You she can't looks like hear my laughing, but you know, smiles are there. Is that your Google search? Was uh, was Queen Elizabeth in the eighties? What's your What's your exact query that you? Can... <laughs> it was the Queen in the eighties. Queen. Okay, this is just a the Queen in the eighties. Oh yeah, I see it. I yeah. see it, man. Yeah, that's crazy wild honker of a mouth <laughs> oh man anyway so there's a big fight scene at the end where they lure the crocodile onto land okay and that gets to my miller okay highlight. do it bring us home okay. buddy bring us home okay so they are using this helicopter that fucking oliver twist Campbell. what's his name oliver how are you so bad you, that was the one oliver part of, hold on just real quick i'll let you get to your thing but i do want to point out that you forgot the Oliver part earlier in the episode and remembered the plat, and just now you remembered the Oliver but forgot the plat. How low is the well, storage Sparky, in your mind? To answer your question, it's a continuity error in this movie that we call life, and I'm about to get to another continuity oh error in this movie that we call Lake okay. Placid, okay? Because they are luring this crocodile via helicopter flown by Ben Platt, <laughs> and um, <laughs> they what they have done is- And this they guy have... won't stop singing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they have strapped a cow to the bottom of this helicopter. They sure did. And they just hang him there, and the, it started in the daytime, and the next cut is it like pitch black darkness, and this cow is still just hanging, dangling in the water slightly. Miller highlight right there, because they fucking, they had to have tortured this cow, you know? I don't think it the was a real cow. literally... I do think it was a real cow. <laughs> I do. The way it behaved and moved was way too realistic. Yeah. I guess. But they literally just dip it. They dip it in and out of the water over and over again in an attempt to make it swim. <laughs> for the for the what for what seems like eight hours. Because it yeah. started during the morning and it ended at like what seemed like midnight. So I was like, what how, what is this? What is this? What's they going on here? <laughs> they do it until the t until the cow is too tired to swim in the water. And then finally the crocodile decides to come. Mm. Mm. Yeah, there was just a shot of the cow just sitting there in neck deep water, stationary, stationary, just motionless. Oh, yeah, really upsetting. Really upsetting to think about. Um, like they definitely used a real cow, but maybe not a helicopter, just like a crane sure. or something. But even that, I can't believe they fucking used their twenty-seven million dollars on a crane and a cow. Huh. Yeah, that that would be that would do most of it. Getting a cow up there. Although, how do they get him upstairs in 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 real life? How do you get a cow upstairs? Well, cows will go upstairs, but can't go down. That's the problem. Yeah, oh, that's true. so they should have built stairs. That way, the crocodile couldn't get him down. Is that what you're saying? No, cows can only go upstairs. They can't walk downstairs. I see. Got it. Um. 
But I don't think a staircase would have been especially helpful in the middle of a lake. I'll put that out there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like an MC Escher staircase, you know, like oh, an inverted Oh, yeah, one. one that goes oh, up yeah. and then down again. Okay. Yeah, if a Wow. If a cow is walking <laughs> on, a, on an MC Escher staircase, can it go down? Well, what if, have you seen that painting picture? I don't know if it's a painting or drawing. I mean, to be fair, there's more than one, but yes, I have. the handy uh, MC Escher book. Oh, fuck off, I Sparky. I can't believe you right had that so readily available. Um, I'm going to see if there's cows. Um, no, that's a mosquito. I don't see any cows, so I think the topic is unsettled until we use this handy Necronomicon that I have to conjure up the ghost of M.C. Escher into our podcast field. So, Ryan, I'm, I, I want you to repeat after me so we can we can summon M.C. Escher together. Okay, are you ready? Ryan's raps isn't for another, no, like, 20 minutes. No, no, minutes. no, we're doing this now. We're summoning the ghost of, of <laughs> M.C. Escher, okay? So here's what I want you to say. Neil Ellis de Ominous. New Ellis Dionis. It's Latin, so so you know if you're looking for if you're looking for English words, just repeat the syllables, my man. Okay. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going for. Omna you know? e omnia. Omna e omnia. Canis e canis mana de mana. Canis e canis. Mana Imania. Okay, mana. now I just want now we're gonna say MC Escher uh Mono Abite together. MC Escher Mono Abit di Abite in unison, and then we should be able to hear and commune with the ghost of MC Escher, okay? Wait, say what am I saying? MC Escher Mono Ibite. Mono e Abite. Mono e Abite. Three, two, one, MC Escher. MC Mono E Abate. Holy shit, my room Whoa, is folding. Oh no. <laughs> Great MC Escher, can you hear our calls? Yo, dude, there's a staircase next to me now. There, this didn't used to be we, there. Would you would you stop interrupting the ghost, Ryan? We need we need to hear you. Hear our cries, MC Escher. Well, tell this asshole to stop remodeling in my bedroom. It's already small enough. Facts. I guess it didn't work. I guess, I guess the um, I guess the uh, the the summoning didn't work. I guess the summoning didn't work to get MC Escher. So I apologize that that um, that that uh, time wasted. It's okay. I forgive both of you guys. It was just sort of fun to be here for the experience, just to see it all unfold, and to see it all fold. Am I right? <laughs> Yeah. Nice. Oh. All right. Well, we basically yeah, got that's to the, the end, end of the movie. That, um, after what I was talking about, they, they they shoot and blow up a bunch of gators. Well, two, one gator, and then they tranquilize the other one, which is apparently also the size of a helicopter. Yeah, and they put them. Um, they put them on the. Uh, yes. They put them on a flatbed trek, and it's the the whole thing of the whole eighteen wheeler. It's all. And right before the movie ends, we see a shot of Betty White. Sitting on oh, the dock yeah. of the bay, <laughs> and she is uh, she's ripping up pieces of bread and throwing it to little baby gators, little baby crocs. In the yeah, lake. that was foreshadowing for the next five straight to TV sequels <laughs> that exist. 
Yeah, I believe it. Um, you laugh, but they did that. So. I'm sure they did. The other thing, <laughs> the other, the other moment uh, that I think is my Miller highlight, besides Betty White yelling, um, is Bill Pullman does his iconic, like majestically talking into a radio that he holds really close to his mouth. The same thing you can see him do in Independence Day when he does his speech. He does in this movie, too. And I feel like if I watched enough Bill Pullman movies, which I'm going to, um, I think it's probably a writer in his contract that he has to say some cool shit into a radio. But that's 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 it now. That's it. Do we have an ad? This week's episode of 99100 is brought to you by the first uh, Tyler administration. Uh, the uh, this is a a show that's gonna that's coming to crackle that uh, they wanted us to tell you about our dear listener. It's the first Tyler administration. It's um, uh, it's about John oh, wait, Tyler. Is that that? Oh, okay. It's about John Tyler, um, and uh, in his the course of his entire first administration. Um, but the twist, the wacky sort of gimmick. Um, actually, the copy. Is, so I've read the synopsis, and then it says gimmick colon John Tyler is Tyler Perry. So you can imagine how much hijinks he's gonna get up to as John Tyler. That's funny because when you brought it up, I thought that that was actually uh, the new crackle show about Steven Tyler becoming the president. It's interesting that they hold have, on. Uh, oh yeah. Well, I turned the copy John Tyler over. Had Seventy slaves. Excuse what? I googled John Tyler. He oh. had seventy slaves. <laughs> Can you Google <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you Google how many slaves Steven Tyler had? <laughs> gotta be. It's gotta be less, right? <laughs> it's no gotta way. be less than seventy. <laughs> I feel Six. like. Six? Oh my god! No, impossible. You know, Steven Tyler the, was born what at is least that, after 1985. So. What is that after inflation or before? What I don't like seventeen uh, zero right it's negative inflation because we don't have slaves anymore. <laughs> what if the, that is that is you have just introduced an insane insane alternate history where slavery wasn't actually abolished; it just went away due to negative inflation. <laughs> but um i mean that's kind of what happened huh no i don't think even a little bit i don't think i even mean a little robots bit. exist sparky like i feel like their jobs would have rep- been replaced one way or the other um whoa 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 that was that was you know not in theory worse than what we were joking about yet when it came out of your mouth it sounded a lot worse yeah <laughs> I you guys have called me out on doing that, but I mean no malicious and in- I have no malicious intent. Well, that's sick. I'm glad. Um, I'm now you're a, safe. I'm that's bulletproof, guy. baby. That is bulletproof from accountability. You just anyway, say, y'all, make sure you yeah. watch the new Crackle TV show, the first Tyler administration. It's about Steven Tyler, and it gets up to some <laughs> wacky shit, okay? Yeah. It was going to be about John Tyler, but in the last five minutes, they did change the entire plot of the show because they realized uh, they were in some, some deep shit with that John Tyler guy. <laughs> <laughs> he had 70 slaves. He sure did. Um, 
So they compromised and had Steven Tyler, who only has six slaves. Um, yeah. Hey, boys. What's good? What's up, man? Who's the boss? That's Who's a really great question. The boss? Oliver Platt. Okay. Say more words. Or, or, or fake well, no. Anthony Hopkins. Okay, pick one and then explain why. I'm saying Oliver Platt because he has a fucking helicopter. Okay. That is cool. That is cool. That is pretty He boss. shows up. He shows up, right? He lands on water because it's a water helicopter. He big dicks his way through camp with his huge tent and cop parties. He's fucking the police like we wish we could, I suppose. Um, <laughs> Facts. He's fucking the police like NWA. There you um, go. You got there. Nice. <laughs> it took you two uh, swings, but you got to the obvious joke. Hey, fuck you. I liked the first one. It was all I right. did too. Yeah, I liked them both. Anyways, so he shows up. He's big dicking his way around. He's throwing all the technology. He's got the plans. He's got the stats. He's got the tech. He's got the sonar. He's got the radar. He's got the gators. All he needs is the final gun, you know, the, the smoking gun, really. Um, and he's commanding everyone, and he finally does it. He, we, he, we, we see them. We see that the only thing he doesn't get is is the girl. You don't know that. That's where I'll leave it. I thought he did get the girl. They were definitely. No, he didn't bang the one cop, and then he also didn't get Sarah or whatever her name was. Well, I didn't expect that to happen, but he was flirting with that one cop the whole time. Yeah, and, and she <laughs> yeah, was so down. Yeah, so maybe in the after credits scene, they were all they down. Banged. It was just off screen. It was non diagenic. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, so he even does get the girl, right? It was basically the Oliver Platt show with extra steps. Sure, definitely. Um, I nonetheless, think... I do have. Yeah, Sparky, go for it. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's the. Uh, I, I'm gonna say it's the museum curator guy who sends Sarah away. Um, definitely not the name; it's Kelly. Uh, but he is literally a boss. He's he is he is in charge of a museum, and yet can get some of his workers on uh, on a plane to Maine whenever he wants. That's that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, but no helicopter. Cool. Check this out, though. Betty White. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were all we were all sort of mumbling around it, but that is probably correct, huh? Yes. Cause, uh, yeah, she's kind of dooming the whole world by raising a an entire brood of mutant crocodiles that can kill people very quickly and easily. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. And that's pretty boss. Or if you're that or if you're the guy from the fair, just regular crocodiles, but who's counting? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I guess just regular animals in general. If his horse was also big. Do you think makes you wonder what else is big? Oh man. His As in his his son. His son is probably huge. His moral <laughs> the weight of the man whose life he took was probably pretty big. <laughs> It's pretty Yeah, probably he, way bigger than the horse. He, he, he brings it up to strange like we must have been 18 looking at a horse and he's like I killed a man. 
It was in self-defense. Well, I think what happened was I asked him, did you wrestle this gator yourself? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he did say wrestle, too. That was like sense memory <laughs> hearing that from you. And he was like, yeah, I did. And then somehow he was like, or he somehow got to his gun. It, yeah. Which I think he had on him. It certainly. Yeah, I mean, these guys love talking about their guns. It certainly so. wasn't like a natural segue of, of oh, I've got these a, a pocket full of icebreakers. Have you ever taken a man's life? Now he he was he was dying to talk talk about it. Um, I wonder where it he is. It would not surprise me if out in our own eighteen year old idiocy, we were like, I bet this guy's killed like eighteen dudes too. If he wrestled that massive gator to his face and then he was like you know what i actually have killed a man it's possible and that's we when we kind of yeah. dropped the bit yeah it's <laughs> possible well i hope you're doing well um and i hope if we offended you that we can make up to make it up to you with uh with some ryan's raps facts sure yeah let me just pull it up i was fixing my lamp oh i'm glad yeah, they need that. They need that good lighting for this audio uh, show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Scrolling up. All right, let me go. Let me, count, me, count me down, Tino. Five, four, <laughs> three. You need a countdown. Start off with a tooth and an affair. Turns out the relationship wasn't fair. Was there a crocodile? Well, it shouldn't be there. I'm a paleontologist, a little pussy, call my gynecologist, because I'm scared of the ticks in my tent, not an apologist. Getting eaten by this croc was not on my list. Unlike the last man, cut in half, now he's at half stand. Staying in camp with the fat man, got a helicopter, he's the last stand. Gotta save like Placid, but he sure isn't flaccid, hitting on these cops with his massive tent. Baiting the croc, the kilo is bent. Saving the girl, he's like Clark Kent, looking at Betty, husband is spent. Why the fuck you feeding the crocs, Betty? There's definitely some other shit you could be doing. That could be better. Instead, he keeps on keeping on getting bigger and bigger until the big one. Shipped off on the back of a truck. Betty didn't learn feeding crocs like a school of ducks. Cue the sequel straight to TV. Five more movies. You'll never see me. This was the worst. Sparky. Who the fuck is that? Colonel Sanders. That's uh, MC Escher. <laughs> Final guess. I was trying to throw him off oh, shit. <laughs> by holding up a picture of MC Escher on my web camera. He looks like... And this... He looks like if... <laughs> and the consummate professional that is Ryan... Uh, just motored on through. I didn't even see it. He looks like if Colonel Sanders had a baby with the devil. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like, uh, he looks like if David Lynch um, was Greek. (laughs) Yeah, fair. That's so true. I, I have never really wanted I've never bought into like the ideal body thing of like having this ideal aesthetic perfection but looking at this guy and his weird mustache and oddly trimmed goatee and his suspenders and his big old sam waterson looking eyebrows i want to be mc escher sparky you don't draw cubes and staircases like that if you don't got a cool mustache you know i think you're right i'm just gonna for viewers at home Sparky's trying to rip his beard out with his bare hands. Yo, but That's imagine right. if Agent Dale imagine if Agent Dale Cooper went into the diner in Twin Peaks and instead of getting a slice of pie, you got a whole plate of baklava. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> I thought you. Were... <laughs> I thought you were gonna do a bit about like it's a and weird he was just action Bronson the whole time. Like it's a weird staircase, and then <laughs> that would be so messy—a whole plate of baklava. Yeah. And he's he's sitting in the in the Great Northern. And he's sitting there so at much, breakfast, so and he's problems. like, "There's nothing that beats the sensory ex, uh, sensory experience of when uh, tzatziki slams in the hero's meat." <laughs> Is that what Greek people sound like? <laughs> yeah, dude, you've never been a Greek. Oh, come to Mykonos. Nah. Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> you've never been to Greek Greek restaurant. I, I hate to air out. I hate to air out personal business um, on the pod. Uh, but I think you both follow me on Twitter, and I tweeted uh, my big fat Greek bris, and none of you liked it. Sparky, I'm gonna be honest with you. The only reason why I'm on Twitter is to view one person and one person only, and that's the Lord and Savior of this country, our president, because (laughs) I like seeing his slow decline. Well, rapid decline, really. I just watch all of the tweets come through. It's quite interesting. Terrifying. That's insane. I don't Dude, retweet. A... I don't. I don't post. I don't do anything. Okay, that's fine. There was a whole movement on Twitter to cancel people just for following him. <laughs> There's like Insane. 16 million. I don't followers. Fo- oh, I don't follow him. I don't get. I don't follow him, but uh, I do read them, and they are sometimes hilarious. So <laughs> that is a yeah. really ambitious. That is like a really ambitious movement to try to out all of his 16 million Twitter followers. Most like a good chunk of whom are just like reporters. Yeah, following the guy doesn't mean I support everything he says. And retweets do not equal endorsements. I just think that it's really funny. I think, you know, I really love the phrase retweets aren't endorsements because there is certainly a limit to it, right? There's always going to be, like, that isn't a blanket statement. Like, if I said retweets are not endorsements, but then I retweeted literally every photo David Duke has ever posted... There's going to be questions. Mm. Right. Questions like, why didn't you like my big fat Greek bris joke? I thought it was pretty funny. I even put a TM at the end. That's funny. I Listen, I would have liked it, but it didn't come up on my uh, on my timeline. And that's just the, the truth of the matter. Okay. I'll give you a retweet. Thanks, buddy. I'll I have like, like 12 right followers, now. but... Uh... There's going to be a lot of stuff about trains, I bet, on there. <laughs> Sparky's a train head. Um, anyway, uh, that's I, I think all that's left for us to do now is talk uh, Milk or Merlot uh, on how well this here movie has fared. I'll start off. I think it's a Merlot. I'm not a huge fan yeah. of campy horror. But this is campy horror, and it's an hour and 20 minutes. And I honestly, as I'm saying that, I think just by the nature of having to watch a different movie every single week uh, as like a, a, a rain, rain, sleet, or shine, um, anything that's under an hour and a half, I'm immediately going to enjoy. Definitely more than the others. I would also say this was a Merlot. I think it was rather fun. The script had some great lines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a romp. How about you, buddy? 
I wouldn't say it's a Merlot. I'd say it's like a bagged wine, box wine, even. Sure, I'll take that. Like a sunset blush of some kind. Mm, mm, yeah, mm. I, sure. I don't know what that is, but uh, you know, yeah, it, it it happened. It exists. I'm not gonna say it was a horrific movie. It was number sixty five. Um, did make some money, and there was some good. You know, like it was fun. You know, you saw a gator and it ate some people. It was, it's it like, was whatever. certainly. What more could you ask for? That is exactly right. What more could you ask for? Um, facts well that's gonna do it uh, uh, for us talking about this movie all that's really left before we can really sign off on it is uh, to get the legs so why don't you just give us the legs we're already running a bit long oh yeah I think you could just give us the legs and we can be on our way all right, opening weekend. This movie made ten million dollars, nine hundred seventy-four thousand one hundred forty-five. Oh, hey! Production you know budget was twenty-seven just, million dollars. I mentioned that earlier. You know it who I just remembered has, has legs? Might be able to get them from him instead of Ryan. Oh, who's that? Fifty-seven million two hundred eighty-six thousand eight hundred five. Ice Cube has two he legs sure at least. So if we could hit up him, if we could hit him up real quick, yeah. Because Ryan's not going to be getting to them anytime soon. That's for sure. And the legs. Oh. <gasps> wow. And the legs. <clears throat> and the legs. Coming in at 2.90. That's about the middle of the pack. Wow. The middle, Pretty not... Middle of the pack. Not horrible. Not horrible at all. Not horrible. Becoming of a movie of this caliber. Um, that will do us for Lake Placid. A movie that we will... Uh, forget about until somebody mentions it and we'll all simultaneously say, oh, yeah, I remember that movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was the one with Brendan Gleeson and everyone was mean to him. Oh, was that the one with Sylvia Plath? <laughs> <laughs> Sylvia Plath's very famous horror movie. Yeah. Um. In any case, uh, you can join us next week with our hilarious romps and revelries um, when our movie will be the 1999 classic October Sky. Whoa! Wait, isn't that Jake Gyllenhaal? That is Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake, Jake yeah, Giggy as, uh, as the old H.H. himself, Homer Hickham. Wow. Um, and spoiler alert for next week, uh, am I going to talk about how I did meet Homer Hickam? You bet your sweet bippy I will. You met Jake Gyllenhaal? I guess we'll have to power through that. It is going to be insufferable, uh, but you will uh, have a week of respite um, uh, in which Christmas will happen. So Merry Christmas to everybody. And a wow, happy holidays. Ha- what was that, Tino? I said uh, happy holidays. Yeah, but there's one that you could start with an H and then do or uh, an M. If you could do one with the M and the C... Like the Christmas one, if you could just say Merry Christmas. Merry Hanukkah. Yeah, Merry Hanukkah, y'all. Checkmate. This country's so going to hell. Oh, God. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. (laughs) This guy plays chess, and he just walked into a classic checkmate scenario. (laughs) Unbelievable. I'm actually not going to hell. I'm just going to sort of be in purgatory thinking for a while. (laughs) Or as I call it, Mondays. (laughs) 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 Well, I've been your Morton Salt Girl host, Sparky Shelton. And I have been your Gerber Baby host, Tino Mitkins. And as always, I'm Ryan. And now, a classical gas. Classical gas.